Welcome to Talk About Town, a podcast about real estate and some other stuff. And now, your hosts, Mal and Neil. And I'm back. What's up, everybody? Uh, After a brief one-show hiatus, I'm back. Mal, what's up, Neil? What's going on? It's good to have you back. Thanks. I appreciate it. It it, uh, felt weird. Um, I don't know if you listened to the last episode. Okay. I think Jeremy filled in admirably. Yeah, sure. I listened to the whole thing. I think you all rolled right along, so it was a good show. We did, but it was strange because I'm used to having, having you with me. Oh, I don't know, man. It's it's rough. You were you were having withdrawals, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, I was. <laughs> yeah. Feeling good now, though. Right, right. Yeah, for yeah. sure. All right. Well, um, we have quite a bit if we if we really want to drag this thing along, but uh, plenty to talk about because this is that sweet time of year where we've got basketball, football, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday stuff to watch every night. So yeah, uh, it, it's it's the sweet sports time of year for sure. Especially when your teams are good. That makes. That makes yes. a big difference. <laughs> yes, it does. So, uh, but we'll get to that. But um, yeah, and we have plenty of other stuff. Like I said, holidays, um, all kinds of fun stuff. So, um, I don't know if you want to jump into the numbers or yeah, um, let's go ahead and jump in there. Okay. Um, it, we got the the numbers for the month, uh, yep. Monday, and I don't know. I'm. I'm going to stop trying to predict the market right now. Okay, good job. Is, I, I would yeah, stop that too. <laughs> I, because every time it looks like it's going to do something, it does something else. Right. Um, you know, oh, it's getting softer for buyers. Oh, oh, everything's going to be good. It's going to be crazy. Well, October, year over year from last year, it, I mean, it's literally what's uh, something like nine houses yep. fewer in the in the entire MLS area. Right. Um and then if you look, look at that price though. The price <laughs> has jumped up five and a half percent. Yeah. Um almost seven percent if you look year to date. Yeah, that's crazy. Um totally this is about numbers, but and we'll come back to ours. But I talked to a guy the other day he's in Southern California, lived in his house for twenty four months, made a hundred grand. Good lord. Yeah. So our market's hot I get well the whole country, I guess you know it is, but um, different pockets. Southern California, he's down there in like uh, what's the um, what's that valley called now? Where all the tech not called tech valley, is Silicon it? Valley, Silicon Valley, where all the tech is. Be out Google and all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, he said he's lived in his house for disclosed two years and uh, made a hundred thousand dollars. So, That's crazy. Uh, yeah. So I don't uh, know Louisville and surrounding counties is a lot more stable you know people come and they live in their house for for 10 20 years typically not 24 months typically we're talking trends of course yeah Yeah. and that you know that's one of the factors that you know your your house will appreciate approximately three percent a year right everything's predictable usually usually yeah um you know that don't do not take that as a guarantee anyone out there yeah but but it really, um, it's just stable, but, but there's still, I don't know, um, just this, 
the this lack of truly affordable housing. Yeah, let's look. Like I haven't even looked at any. I'm looking at all uh, live action. Bullitt County's back down, <laughs> 108 to 88 compared to this year. So yeah, down, ima- imagine that. 18 and a half percent houses sold. What's that price looking like? Up 5.29. So. Yeah. Uh, Every one of them, I think, if you look at them, the median selling price has gone up, and then the home sold has gone gone down. Uh, like I said, this is month of October of 2018 compared to 2019. Yeah. And you've got in Oldham <laughs> County, prices are soaring. Let me see Oldham. Yep. Average selling price went from 304 to 352 plus. Yeah. So... Uh, yep. I've I've been I've been doing a bunch in Oldham County here Good recently you. too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, really. But it it's um, I don't know. You know, at one time it was a a rural county, and it's like a the the cat's out of the bag now. No, not anymore. And um, I was out there today, um, and uh, a a friend of ours he was telling me that they just inked a deal. Um, I don't know what it's called, um, but there's a portion of it out there just uh, outside LaGrange where it's. he said it's called a 25-year project. And within the next 25 years, they're planning on turning this big, it's a big farm and stuff right now, into a, a different version of Norton's Commons with housing, with... Uh, Multi-use kind of stuff. Yep, office, hospital, like all this stuff. Um and like he, it's for like it's just it's just now got accepted paperwork supposedly, but um, so like I said, if it's already changed for houses in the last few years, it's getting ready to. I mean, twenty five years from now, let's see how will I be forty maybe no, <laughs> uh, I'll be I'll be in my uh, twilight years by the time we see this come to fruition. But uh, well, I I just said that I was getting out of the predicting game. Uh huh. But I'm gonna I'm gonna predict that that's gonna be a, a <laughs> smashing success. Yeah, it will go over well. So um, yeah, so that's what I told him. I was like, man, think about all the windows that are gonna be in that place. But uh, yeah, really. Yeah. Well, and and it's crazy. Like active listings down in Oldham County right now. Houses sold the same yep. year over year. I mean that that just means there's there's fewer there's going to be more fierce competition um i don't know who knows what this next year has in store i yeah. i just don't know yeah year to date i mean they're within nine of each other so it's crazy uh 941 last year to 950 this year so i mean you're almost for home sold out yeah there. um so you're almost dead on but yet your price is up about mm, Almost nine grand or so, ten grand, year to date. Uh, but um, yeah, so that that could be something we'll keep the people informed on. Is I don't even think that that thing has a project name yet, like whatever they're calling it. Right. Uh, so um, when you get out there and start buying up some land, if we can. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, and then also those other numbers that we do every week, the um, just the Week to week comparison, yeah. uh, single family and condos. Um, the same week of November third to November ninth, uh, four twenty two of last year to four thirty eight this year. So sixteen uh, solds 
good lord. Last year, 290. Yeah, it's just so low. 290 right. last year. This year, it's only 303. So, I guess you would call that a slight increase. Slight. <laughs> and, and you know, one thing I've noticed, and I don't... I don't know if you've noticed this at all either. The past couple of years, the holiday season, there's been hardly any slowdown. Yep. And I think I'm seeing a little bit more of a slowdown right now. This year? Yes. Um, I've talked to a lot of people in the past several weeks that are loading up for the spring. Yeah. That's and typically, once you get to this point, those conversations start happening. It is. But, I, um, you know, last year was odd because I did an inverse of what the normal <laughs> year is. That's what you said, yeah. And um, now this year, I'm ending this year pretty strong, but I still, new stuff coming down the pipeline is not with the same intensity that it was. So I don't know. Hmm. Tough to interpret. It is. Because, you know, we'll have one week and we'll say, oh, look, it's softening up. And then we look at it again the next week and we say, uh, never mind. Well, that's what I was going to say. If you say long enough that the shift is coming, eventually it's going to happen. So if you just keep saying it, eventually you're going to be right. Like you know, Exactly. Yeah. I've been saying it for two years. I've been, <laughs> I've been saying it, here it comes. It's finally coming. Like, y'all yeah, should have listened to me. Yeah, y'all should have been listening to me for, for two years. Uh, yeah, like I said, I've been reading an article or been reading articles for, I bet, two years that say, the shift is coming, but uh, maybe, maybe it really is. Who the who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Well, I'll uh, tell you um, one shift that ha- that is coming. As I use this as a beautiful segue, do it. The balance of power in the NCAA basketball world. Oh shit! Which way is it going? <laughs> well, um. I think uh, everybody knows, but we'll just say it. Mm. Cards are up to two, and the cats have slipped down to nine, I believe, this week. Yeah, and everybody said when they dropped them uh, to nine, oh, that was too, you know, that was too big of a shock. About like, can't believe they did that to them. And then they go out and, and they make it a scare, a, bar, a barn burner with uh, Utah. So uh, that's right. I don't know if it was maybe people saw something uh, that's actually there. So um. I don't know. I, I'm gonna admit right right ahead of it. I haven't I haven't watched UK play yet today. Oh, I've watched them all. I watched stuff. You know, gotta, gotta know your en- enemy. So uh, yeah, you do. I, so I can't diagnose them. I've been I've watched I watched the preseason games. So, um, but I mean, it's usually it's good basketball. So you know, I just like watching it. In general, I watch I watch any team that's pretty good. I watched last night, Vermont almost beating Virginia. That was a hell of a oh, basketball geez. game. Yeah, and uh, that was a bar- until the last minute and a half of the game, Vermont almost won that thing. So um, yeah, I like any time there's good teams on, I'll watch them. But um, well, and that's how you, how do you judge that Kentucky team? They go out and they beat the number one team in the country, right. Michigan State. Then they lose to Evansville. And then they have a close call with Vermont. So, like, what do you, what do you get when it goes out there? So, um, I don't know. I don't just, know <laughs> exactly. I don't think anybody does. Um, <laughs> That's the point. And and they're they're 
older than they typically are this year. Oh, but they're all so young. Yes. Just a bunch of kids, remember, it's all... Yes, but, you know, I mean, but they've got... A bunch of freshmen. Well, they have more than just freshmen this year. I know. Which is, which Some, should... That's that's uncharted waters. It Cal. is. It is. <laughs> what do I do with these sophomores? Gosh, I got to develop these guys, I guess. Right. Yeah. But uh, for I, typical teams, that's like... And it is, it is for them, too. They're, it helps, but um, they're just... Like I said, I'm sure they'll hit their stride, all that good stuff. But it's fun watching them squirm a little bit right now. Yes, it is. <laughs> Especially I, while we're while we're on the other side of the coin. I'm headed to the Yum Center tonight, as a matter of fact. Nice. So when this when this pod drops, you'll already have. I will have watched us destroy two, another team two times. Yeah, two games. Yeah, well. Tonight, I don't even know who the hell we're playing. I don't forget the uh, <laughs> San San Dakota State Tech or something. I think. Okay, well the power rankings go to three sixty two and they're three fifty ninth. So yeah, they're it, they're probably it'll probably be a tough one. Yeah, and then then the other night, um, Central who who we play uh, doesn't even matter there too. They were on the power rankings. I think they came in at like three fifty. So we're we're not playing barn burners here or, or, you know, these high quality teams, but, um, it doesn't matter where, what, what everybody said they're impressed with and what I've been watching on TV and stuff is their defense. They said that they look on both sides to be good. So. Yes. Well, and I just saw where we haven't shot this well in something like a quarter century. Good God. Have, have, You've been watching them, like I mean, everybody. Yes, is banging threes. Like it's, yes, it's just somebody will hit two or three in a row, then somebody else will shoot. And then somebody, I'm like, everybody just they'll hit five in a row. And even like um, I don't know, Enoch. Like look at his touch. He just he's so comfortable, just right under the rim. It's everywhere. And we're still we don't even have Malik or no. um, the, uh, other yeah, the other dude. Jim. They're um. They're, they're not, close, they're not, though. They're not coming back tonight, though, but they'll probably be back after this game. But Yeah, um, they're close. So we're not even at full strength here, which, I mean, it's good because we're playing cupcakes, whatever. But uh, we might be a force to be reckoned with. But, you know, quite a few of these kids, you know, we can talk about previous administrations or whatever. Rick used to like to recruit athletes, like, that weren't typically right. scorers. Like, but they were just guys that could – jump out of the roof, shut you down on defense, wouldn't even let you touch the ball. But and so what you got for that was a 52 to 48 final. Now we've got these ballers out there that four of them on the floor can just step back and hit two threes in a row on you. Right. Like, it's something we're not really used to seeing. So um and you can tell they're having they're having a good time. Blast. Yeah, it's that fun. makes a big difference too. And man, you've talked before off the show I thought Louisville was looking at a 10-year re- rebuild on both football and basketball. I really did, too. And it turned into like a a, a one-year hiccup. A hiccup, <laughs> yeah. For for a year or so. So um, we're, we're way. Our boy Satterfield is up for a Coach of the Year award. I saw that. And, um, you know, uh, we got a couple games left and we're bowl eligible. Yeah. What? what? <laughs> From a two a two win team last year that was getting beat by people like forty points a game to we should have be we can play that game forever, but the Miami game was just a flat out cluster. But the I feel like we should have won that Florida State game. So I mean, we should be sitting at like 
seven and three right now and looking at a nine win season. Right. <laughs> which is just crazy talk. Yeah, but, I, I don't know. I it, it's fun to be a cards fan again. Mm-hmm. Um I'm looking forward to going and uh watching the boys tonight or a couple nights ago when you all hear this. Yeah, for sure, because that score who the hell knows what it might end up being. I don't even know what the under over under is on that thing. <laughs> so, um but yeah, it's a uh, like I said, it's that time of year where we're talking about I guess all the sports radio guys right now are just loving this because they get you can talk about like I said, Virginia basketball. You can talk about ACC basketball for half a show. And then, like, well, let's hop in and talk about football, too. So, uh, the only thing that's crazy in football, that freaking, we weren't really going to talk about you know, that Tua injury. That's, that's just, you know what's going on with all that. Yeah, that's horrible. Terrible. Um, now you see we'll, it? We'll, yeah, like, I mean, I saw the, the tackle. It didn't look out he had those of the two, ordinary to Well, he me. just had those two guys on his back, and that's yeah. that's like probably 700, maybe more pounds of, right. That, right on that one knee that just too much. Well, it's his hip. Yeah, that's what but I'm saying. He landed yeah. on the knee and blew out his hip, yeah. Right. Dislocated it. Yeah, that's, uh, I don't know, it's catastrophic, but I, I still hear people, you know, I follow the NFL pretty closely, and they're still saying he may – be a first round pick still really yeah you know, maybe not uh you know top five but um mm. still first round possibly really? and i figured he'd uh, fell off the board really but who knows today's technology is totally different than it was it ended both they, they were comparing it to the bo jackson right injury they said it wasn't quite as severe but still kind of it was similar you know that that shut him down nowadays technology and the way things are people surprise you all the time yep. so so hopefully hopefully it works out well for him but yeah um no i, I put in our little, i said uh that's why i put my notes in there this time of year we can switch uh did you see that meme i put on facebook the other day oh, all my no. neighbors are putting up or i'm sitting watching my neighbors put their lights up while i've got pumpkins riding on my front porch or whatever uh, <laughs> and uh that's true right now i i, I I went and got all my freaking Christmas decorations out. Have you got all? Have you got that stuff out yet? Or oh, we're we're up. We're rolling. oh, you're rolling. Um, well, I will be tonight. So my wife works out of town quite a bit, and this is kind of crunch time of the year. That's so, right. So she says if we don't put it up early, she kind of misses it. Oh, uh, I feel like this year in particular. I mean, people. Everybody, you know, supposedly it makes you happier and all that, getting your stuff out. So um, that is what it is. But uh, this year, all of the the corporate side, the commercials and the, all that, they started pushing way sooner because Thanksgiving's falling on the latest possible day that it can in a calendar. Right. So we're getting like five less shopping days, which, you know, heaven forbid you not have five extra days to spend your money. So uh, they got to get to you, you know, mid October, you got to start thinking about Christmas. So uh, I don't know. I've thought about that. And it's like, you know, we're going to buy what we're going to buy for people. I don't, whether it be December 1st or December 20th. Right. And and I don't know. Maybe people don't operate that way. That's what I was thinking. I swear when they start talking about them, like, 
why do I? I was like, I could care less. Like, but they're obviously doing it for a reason. There, there is a method to their madness. So, absolutely, mu- it must affect. They wouldn't waste all those millions of dollars on commercials if it didn't pay off. <laughs> but I guess maybe it's like, uh, you know, I'm going to buy this thing, whatever it is. And, oh, well, I just saw an ad for it from this person. So I'll go check out their website. Well, yeah. somebody else says, well, I'm going to put my ad out earlier and you'll check out my website. So it's all about getting your money first. Yep. Who can get your money before you think about spending it somewhere else? Yeah. And that's why I think I think Walmart was the first one to start running commercials. I heard on the radio. They, on the radio, they were talking about Walmart set to to run their first commercial. And this was like three weeks ago or whatever. And uh, that's when they start talking about that five short days or whatever. And I'm like, they're just trying to beat everybody because. And some of them started running Black Friday deals way back in mid October, like for one day, just to try to, you know. If you're going to buy this, why wait until Black Friday when you can buy it today? Get us your money, and then maybe then you'll save up some more money and give us some more of it. So uh, right. I'm not I'm not a big conspiracy theory guy, but there are certain things when I think about it. I'm like, that's all it is. It's like, get you know, who can get with the big dogs, the the Walmarts, the Tart, all of them. Uh, they all they all want you to spend your twelve dollars there and not somewhere else. Right. <laughs> but uh, that's crazy. Yeah, um, and along those lines, that's why I was talking about those decorations. I'm like, half of our house is getting ready to go through, like, my neighbor next, they've got pumpkins on the porch and Christmas lights above them. I'm like, this is just, it's it's great. (laughs) But, uh, so we're getting ready to do the full-on overhaul. So, uh, I text my neighbor across the street, uh, a Braveheart meme. You know, I said, I'm not not caving to your peer pressure, because that's all it is. Because the one beside me has his up. Nick across the street put his up, and I, I was watching him. I was like, I'm not doing it, man. I don't care what you do. I'm, <laughs> I'm not giving in. But uh, I guess, uh, you know, today will be the the day. Yep. But, uh, so, yeah, along those lines of the decorations and the Christmas lights, I heard you talk on the last show about smoking turkeys, you know. So yep. last year I smoked turkeys. The year before that I deep-fried turkeys I think this year I'm doing neither. I don't think I have to do anything this year. So Yeah, I get to go like for the last two years I have taken my deep fryer, you know, two years ago I took a deep fryer everywhere, oil, did it all there, deep fried it, took it in, brought all my the the freak the Bunsen burner or whatever uh, everywhere I went. Last year, took the smoker, did my thing, smoked them here, put them in the coolers because I let them cook for an hour, ran those all around town to different spots, whatever. Yep. And now this year, I think everybody's just kind of, I get to knock on wood, uh, I think I get to just enjoy everything this year. Not, that's That'll be nice. Uh, I think the the toting everything around is the problem there because I, I really do enjoy smoking the turkey. Hell yes. And, and it is so good. It's just... I mean, I can compare a deep fried to it. It's right there below it, but, you know, as far as ranking them. But, man, yep. um, the the turkey takes in the flav- the smoke flavor. Like, it's not like a, a brisket or anything. Man, that thing just soaks it up like a sponge. Yep, and, and, if, and I inject a bunch of oh, like, yeah. butter and Creole butter spices. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it, oh, gosh. I brine it overnight with bourbon and stuff. I put oranges in there, and the acid from the oranges and the bourbon and stuff help break down the bird even more. Nice. So, I mean, and you smoke it for six hours or whatever, and then, I mean, it just flat out 
pulls like you can just pull it apart with a, a fork but uh mm. especially if you get the bark on it right but um, yep. i'm getting ready to do some cornish game hens i haven't messed with those really but uh carissa bought some and i've just been looking for recipes like i don't really have a a go-to i've just been kind of looking online trying to figure out how i'm gonna i'm not a cornish game hen expert yeah i man. imagine it'll be good i'm just gonna do them i'll probably brine them like that i mean it's kind of like a mini a miniature turkey but for yeah. we'll just do it for dinner one night nice uh maybe i'll i'll post some pics if they turn out well but um yeah we'll see i don't know it's something different you know so um and I feel like smoking season is coming coming to an end. I've heard of um, guys. Are you? Do you smoke when it's thirty degrees outside or forty? To, you know, you get out there and yes, you know, yeah, yep. All right. I typically, uh, I kind of, I like it to be. I guess maybe in the fifties or lower sixties would be, I guess, ideal. But uh, for me. My smoking season's about to come to an end. Uh, not me. It's it's, it's year round. <laughs> yeah. Um, I see some of these guys in some of the Facebook groups that build like little huts, and they'll put the uh, smoker with a pipe straight outside and like smoke, let the smoke go straight out the roof like a chimney, like, and uh, they'll sit inside with like a little buddy heater, or a little propane heater, or whatever. And yeah, it's brilliant. Just, hell yes. It, well, when you live up north, you have to improvise. Like, yeah. It's probably been in the teens for the last month already, so uh, <laughs> adapt. But, uh, yeah, I'll let you know how that turns out. So, like I said, I bet it's going to be kind of close to that uh, turkey. But yeah, it'd be good. We'll see. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, like I said, we, we're rolling along with the, the holiday season themes. Um, since we have both of them quickly approaching. We, yep. Um, and it. It's uh, it's entertainment season as well. That's what I said. When you're inside, when it gets dark at, well, hell, it's five o'clock. It's gonna be dark anyway. When it yep. gets dark at five, you're in front of your TV more. That's what I put on there at Disney Plus. Have y'all messed with that yet? Absolutely. Oh, mm-hmm. That's all um, we've had going for the last week. <laughs> um, well, I was all in because I, I mean, I'm a huge Star Wars fan. Oh yeah, that's all. And yeah, and they got the Mandalorian on there. Um, my daughter and I watched episode two last night of it. Um, it's totally great. Um, it, it leaves me wanting more every time, which is the only frustrating part. (laughs) And I, I will say, have you seen any of it? I guess not. I don't know. I mean, I, are you talking about star Wars in general or what's no, the the Mandalorian? I guess not. No, I, Maybe not. I've only you know all the old stuff. I've watched all that, and I don't know what the well, Mandalorian is. That the, is that the new one or something? That's the, it's a new um, series. Oh, and it's live action. Okay. And it's so a Mandalorian is like what Boba Fett was, and a bounty hunter. Yeah. And and I won't I won't spoil anything for you, but I'll just say that they have a um, marketing. And um, they they've got something good right now where they're going to be able to do some licensing that's going to be pretty big this year, I think. Well, I didn't know just completely with the Disney thing here. That app has taught me how much they freaking own. They own good, everything. Good, all the labels. I'm like. 
Disney owns. I had no idea they they own so many companies and so many movies out there. It's just well, unreal. I was, I was a little annoyed that the subscription doesn't include ESPN Plus. Well, it if you buy the the Hulu, the the Disney Plus and ESPN Plus, they got some little package for like. Twelve ninety nine or something like that. Is it only that much? I'll have to look yeah, at it. It's not bad. It's like twelve ninety nine for all three of them. So I'll um, have to check that out. But I did see people talking on Facebook that it's not the Hulu Live. So yes. it's just the Hulu on demand stuff. Because well, I, I think Hulu Live's like it's kind of like Sling or whatever. It's like it's a like kind of like cable. Well, and and we do YouTube TV, and that's right. got all the live stuff. So I don't need the live stuff. But, you know, I'm a big Colts fan, so I'm a huge Peyton Manning fan, and he's been doing all this cool stuff on ESPN Plus that I've not seen yet. I've seen that come across the bottom, and I haven't even I haven't even thought about it yet. I see it come across. Is he interviewing people or something? Yeah, uh, like real historical things and, and modern-day things, and, and I don't know exactly, but he's he's getting rich into like stories and and stuff like that, and and he was always like a real history of the of the league kind of guy. So the, the sport, yeah, yeah. Well, anything he touches, you know, he can make offensive Saturday Night Live videos, and everybody loves it. So uh, beating absolutely up, beating up kids. So if you can turn it into gold, <laughs> so did I. It, you know, there was. There was a story where he was like, "Man, I'm not gonna throw." A I ball read at that this kid's head, <laughs> the, and the and the parents were like, "Give it to him, <laughs> yeah. send it, light him up." <laughs> you know what kind of story they're ever gonna be able to tell? It's like Peyton Manning hit, yeah. So uh, I read that article where he was like, "I don't want to do this," and like, and all the parents were like, "Hell yeah, you are, knock him over." Like, <laughs> yep, uh, that thing. I, I'll I'll watch that once every six months, like once a year. So I'll pull it up just to watch it. Cause yeah. Like, when he's getting the tattoos and stuff, he's crazy. Uh, I'm not saying I'll kill a snitch, but right. you know, <laughs> he uh, he's funnier than he gets credit for. He's, he is. He is. He's, he's uh, a good sport. Yeah, he can sell. Like I said, he can sell anything. Him and, yep. You got to put him and Shaq, you know, them two. Yep. They'll sell you insurance, hand cream, whatever. <laughs> they sell it all. Yep. So uh, what a tough life to go shoot a 20-second commercial and get royalties for the rest of your life. Yeah. Uh, they're living right. But, um, yeah, oh, yeah, so Scarlet, Scarlet has discovered in this last seven days, we have watched all the classics, all the good stuff, 101 Dalmatians, Lady and the Tramp, all the good, Fox and the Hound, anything you can think of, all the vault. That's kind of like where we've been yeah. hanging out is the vault. And what's crazy is, like, they've cleaned up, sharpened, some of those older movies. Oh, like, that's awesome. Because some of these movies, I mean, they were originally drawn in like the 20s and the 30s right. and stuff. And um, Lady in the... Uh, not Lady in the Tramp, but Beauty and the Beast, uh, you can tell they they went through and sharpened it up and cleaned it up a whole lot. Um, so it looks good. But um, And we haven't even touched. Like I said, Scarlett, when she we, we'll watch 101 Dalmatians three times in a row. That's a good one, though. Oh, it is, but three times in a row. That's a little much. She, when she likes something, I'll back out. I'm like, let's go watch this, and she will lose her mind. And I'll be like, do we really? You know, it's doggies, so she's like, doggies. I'm like, please, just <laughs> something else. And you know, so I mean, I'll watch that thing. She'll she'll watch it nonstop. But uh, she did that with Moana. We watched Moana when she was younger for about three months straight. That's nice. all we watched all day. Every day was Moana. It was, shoo, it'll test you. But, uh, <laughs> but um, 
grown-up movies. I put these on here because this is what you you hold on to your movie. These are my three movies. All so right. next Tuesday is Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Haven't seen it. Quentin Tarantino's last movie. You know, it's got Brad Pitt, Leonardo. It's you know what it's about. Um. No, I, it's related to some of his other stuff. I know. Well, it's based back in the seventies. It's got that Margot Robbie in it too, or whatever. Uh-huh. It's a Sharon. She plays Sharon Tate. It's about those um, yeah. the the murders, um, the Charles Manson murders, or whatever. Okay. So, um, it's it, the the trailer looks. You know Quentin Tarantino. If you've seen, you know, uh, well, bizarre. Uh, Reservoir <laughs> Reservoir Dogs is one of my favorite. Hell all-time yeah, movies. Reservoir Dogs is a good one. Um, but. Um, so this is supposed to be his his ninth film. His ma- this is it, I think. You know his Uh-oh. masterpiece. Supposedly when he came out, he said, "I'm shooting these nine film, eight or nine films, whatever it is, and then that's it." So I think this is supposed to be like his. This is it. Uh, I, I think, didn't know that. Yeah, that's uh, that's what I've heard anyway, and I think it's like three hours long. But that comes out on Tuesday, and then on Wednesday is um, Knives Out. Have you seen a trailer for Knives Out? Yes. That movie looks good. Like yes, it, it does. just. And then, did you see all the reviews and ratings it has on there? It's like it's like getting five stars. And oh dang! I'm a big Daniel Craig fan. Uh, I like him a lot. So, um, he kind of seems like he's the lead detective. Uh, but Jesus, it has every actor actress that's in it's like a big movie star. You know, there's, right. like, there's like ten or twelve of them in there. So, dang. uh, it looks good. That comes out on Wednesday, and then Thanksgiving Day is the Irishman. Uh. You know what that is? You know what? I don't know that one. Oh. Well, it's based off of a book called I Heard You Paint Houses. And supposedly, I haven't read this book yet, but it came out. Um, and it's Jimmy Hoffa's bodyguard slash best friend. Oh. And supposedly, he was a house painter. That's how he got involved in the mob. Somebody, you know, somebody comes and says, I heard you paint houses. And he ends up becoming like the big hitman, becomes Jimmy Hoffa's main bodyguard and all this. And I think the rumor is that he knows actually what happened to him. Well, um, this is Martin Scorsese, and um, it's all the, it's all Robert De Niro. It's all the, um, um, who's the uh, who's the good fellas dude he played it with? Um, Pesci. Joe, Joe Pesci yeah. and um, um, who's the other dude? Um, Goodfellas is Ray Liotta, but yeah, I yeah, yeah, but not not, not him. Um, God, I'm drawing, but not not him. Um, God, I'm drawing a blank. I hate when I draw a blank. But anyways, it's about Jimmy Hoffa and the mob. But I've heard this one is like almost four hours long. Oh, goodness. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but mob yeah, movies. Take a catheter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, mob movies, I, I love that stuff. I so. do too. I th- Goodfellas is one of my all-time favorites. Hell yes. I just watched that probably two or three nights ago again. Nice. You can't go wrong. Ray Liotta's a man too. But yeah. Um, uh, yeah, that I think what they're doing with that one is it's going straight to Netflix, but they're also doing like limited uh, theater releases. Okay, so um, I'll check that out. And then yeah. the Dork and Me, it, the um, episode nine of Star Wars is coming out in December. That usually comes and, out like around Christmas, don't it? Don't they? Yeah, usually kinda... December twentieth. Oh, there you go. And you know, um, I think the latest couple movies have gotten mixed reviews i've i've liked them especially the episode eight which i liked it a lot it got a lot of flack though but i i'm i'm all in for episode nine i think it's it will be amazing well you can't hit home runs with every one of them like it's just it's just not gonna happen 
Um, but yeah, so I always thought that comes out right around Christmas. And a lot of people for Christmas break, they tend to, it's like a tradition type thing. They yeah. go to the movies. So, um, yeah. All right. Well, that's cool. Uh, um, Al Pacino. That's who I couldn't think oh, of. Oh yeah. yeah, he's, yeah. he's in it too. He's play, I think he, he might be Hoffa maybe. Uh, okay. I think, but, um, this movie, it was actually written like 20 years ago, like in the 80s, maybe 90s, and different companies would buy it and shelf it. Like, I don't know if you've ever heard of that stuff. Did you ever watch Entourage on HBO? Uh-uh. Oh, shit. You uh-huh. got to. What's well, done now, but man, you should watch yep. it. I-, I watched it back in the day when it came out on HBO, mm-hmm. and then I binged it with Carissa because she watched one episode and was like all into it. Um it is a, it's a real cool show. Uh, and then they made a movie about it, like what, like three years or so ago. It yeah. came out and that was like 10 years after the show ended, but it was really cool. But um, Mark Wahlberg's the director and he has little cameos. He pops in some of the episodes here and there. But um, he, uh, they show the behind the scenes stuff. And I never even knew that this stuff even existed. If a company finds out, you know, comes across the script and it's just like this out of this world script, it's going to be the best thing ever, whatever. And they can't get, you know, um, producers and get everybody on board because, you know, it takes a million moving parts or whatever. Yeah. If they can't make it happen within their budget or whatever, they'll shelf it, put it away, and not let anybody have that movie. Like, they won't let nice. – because they don't want the other companies to get it. Right. They don't want other actors. Like, they don't work for them and all that stuff. And so this uh, Irishman, it's been – it's been sitting there as a stack of papers for like 20 years. And uh, there's been rumors about, you know, so-and-so is going to shoot it. So-and-so is going to shoot it. And like, you know, so-and-so bought it. And like, now they own it. And like all this stuff. And uh, Scorsese, which, you know, have you ever seen The Departed? Uh, absolutely. <laughs> he, uh, he don't make a bad gangster, no. you know, organized crime movie. So uh, he's doing this thing. And it's supposed to be just, you put all them guys together and him running the show. Uh, it's going to be gold. Ah. Uh, I would guess. I mean, yeah. so I've been, I've been released re- reading little write-ups about it for two years now. So uh, it better be good, otherwise I'm gonna be pretty pissed off. Yeah, I'd say, especially if it's four hours long. <laughs> yeah, if it's that's a that's a marathon. So that is. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm looking. Uh, so like I said, starting next week, you know, you know where I'll be in front of the, the TV, run, yeah. running right through, and then when that's over, Thursday's football and. All that good yep. stuff. So, um, stuff to look forward to. Anyway, yeah. Well, it's a good good time of year and very busy. Um, and, and for that reason, uh, before we wrap up here, we'll kind of uh, let everybody know it's uh, it was going to be very difficult to manage getting all these weekly episodes out between now and the new year. So we're going to take a season one break. Yep. And um, and then come back strong January. Yeah. Well, we, before we even talked about this, we talked about doing different seasons. Just trying. We did. Cause a lot of podcasts do that. Season one, season two, season, you know, whatever. So, yep. um, it's been hard to get us on the same page. Cause I mean, work we're and, busy and geez, how, how many kids were you? How many kids you got? How many? So, I mean, and especially yeah. with family and all that. So, um, and it probably helped with like a little bit of burden, just kind of like freeing up, your schedule a little bit yeah so. like shit well i got this this day and you yep. got that that day and so it's hard enough to do in the summer just a normal ex- to get everybody together so uh, exactly yeah uh and we can spend these next what is it month and a half or so revamping and uh, yeah 
getting ready for the upcoming year. So, yeah. Um, and this was just a, a, a impulse thing. Like we just, we decided this like an hour ago. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, yeah. Cause it, it, you know, more, more goes into the production of it than just a, oh, yeah. a 40 minute conversation. So it's, uh, yeah. There's a lot of moving parts and it's just with uh the holidays and everything coming up, it's uh so many moving parts that it'll be difficult. Yeah. So, um yeah, well, like I said, and by then, I mean, we could still do some advertising, do whatever and try to get the cuz that's the beauty of podcasts. People can still listen to them the whole 6 weeks or so while we're gone that we don't even know are out there. They can discover us. So that's That's uh, right. That's kind of neat. Yep. So, um All right. So, well, yeah, I think that's yeah. uh the end of our that was our ending note there so yeah so uh, with that after episode 25 uh happy new year yeah, uh, we'll, happy thanksgiving uh, happy merry christmas uh, happy new year anything else yep. in there throw, throw, throw them all in throw there. it all in there yeah so uh <laughs> see everybody in 2020 2020 yeah so all that's right. crazy all right well thanks uh everybody that's tuned in for 25 shows. So that's a lot. So, um, we didn't even know we'd get to this number, honestly, but yeah, uh, heck yeah, it's been so, fun. So hopefully 2020, who knows, who knows where that'll lead to. That's so, right. Uh, all right. Well, that's, uh, that's it for me. You got anything else? That's a wrap. All right. Well, thanks a lot guys. And we will see you next year. Thanks for listening to talk about town. Don't forget to like, and follow us on social media. Our music was composed by Andrew Codeman. Make sure to join us next time. Malachi Hadley and Neil Cox are realtors with Smith & Wilson Realty.